Thanks for tuning in to the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my written articles. Before we delve into today's article, I want to mention a couple of things I offer outside of my articles themselves. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out the Nicola newsletter, which includes two or three of my own articles and a number of other published pieces I've discovered from the previous week. My subscribers love the variety of content, which, for the most part, centers on faith, fitness, and fortitude in this increasingly crazy world. Of course, the Nicola newsletter is free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, I have to mention my online fitness program, Vigor Training. As a member, you get access to a variety of my personally designed strength and conditioning programs, the Vigor Training Facebook group, and other awesome membership stuff. I also provide training tips on your technique when you post videos of the prescribed movements in the group. That way, you not only do the right movements, but you do the movements right. All that is only $29 per month. At least that's the nominal monthly rate at the time of this recording. To learn more or join us, go to tomnicola.com slash vigor. That's V-I-G-O-R. If you're not ready for that, I also have a six-month free strength training program for beginners called Genesis. To get that free program, go to tomnicola.com slash Genesis. All right, on to the article. Is President Biden a Judas goat leading us to a cultural implosion? A Judas goat associates with sheep or cattle and, after becoming part of the herd, leads them from the fields or pens to the slaughterhouse or to the trucks that will take them there. Some would say that describes President Biden well, or at least it describes the role he's played over the past two years. After the media did its work to make Donald Trump the tyrannical, racist, mentally challenged threat to America that Democrats actually are, Biden showed up as a harmless, half-witted old man who wouldn't be able to spell tyranny, much less become a tyrant. Most Americans, including those who didn't vote for him, probably didn't imagine he'd so quickly tear away at the fabric of American culture or its global leadership. Little did the sheep know that Biden didn't need mental competence to execute a plan that would turn America upside down. He just needed to mouth the right words most of the time, while others wrote his scripts, drafted his statements, and told him where to be and which reporters he could call on. Is it extreme to suggest American identity is headed towards the slaughterhouse? Consider the following, then you can decide for yourself. From Goat to Judas Goat Many believe Trump was the presidential G-O-A-T, Goat, greatest of all time, at least in modern history. I don't know that he'd be able to stand toe-to-toe with the likes of George Washington or Abraham Lincoln, but as it relates to the role of a modern-day American president, the title has some merit. Setting aside the COVID, COVID circus, he accomplished a lot in the way of the economy, supporting our military, protecting our borders, and putting American citizens first as they are ultimately the owners of the government that serves them. He also made an effort to remind us that we're one nation under God. The facts surrounding his presidency paint an impressive picture, even though mainstream media has done its best to paint something else. Lest you believe I'm a diehard Trump fan, I'm not. I did vote for him in both elections, 
I still believe he'd have America in a much better place today if he'd made it to a second term. But Trump was the one who ushered in the fast-tracked vaccines. He continues to pound his chest about that, seemingly ignorant or dismissive about the damage they've caused to millions of Americans at this point. Right now, I hope that DeSantis is the pick for the 2024 Republican ticket. That said, Biden didn't display competence or even adequate cognitive function for a presidential candidate. He didn't even have the respect of his chosen VP until the party nominated him for the Democratic ticket. That lack of respect is starting to show in the tension at the Oval Office today. More than half of America supposedly supported Biden, not because he was fierce, but because he was more friendly. He led them to believe he was one of them, like a Judas goat. The Judas goat. According to Wikipedia, often a voice for the left, but in this case, using it as a source made sense. A Judas goat is trained to associate with sheep or cattle, leading them to a specific destination. In stockyards, a Judas goat will lead sheep to slaughter, while its own life is spared. Judas goats are also used to lead other animals to specific pens and onto trucks. Christians understand where the term came from. Judas Iscariot was one of Jesus' disciples, the one who eventually betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver. At some point, somebody used the reference to Judas Iscariot to dub a specially trained goat the Judas goat. Judas goats become part of a community of sheep, cattle, and other animals. After becoming one of them, they lead the animals to the slaughterhouse or a truck that takes them there. The Judas goat walks away unharmed, ready to make friends with another herd. During his presidential campaign, then-VP Biden often told stories of his blue-collar jobs, like driving a tractor trailer. Many of the stories were flat-out lies, but the media helped him maintain the deception. Enough voters believed and trusted him, thinking that he was on the side of the hard-working American. Most, including those who voted for Trump, had no idea what he'd do after leading people to the ballot box. 2021 in a New America it's almost as though Joe Biden's election opened a Pandora's box of ideologies antithetical to Christian values, America's founding principles, or even common sense. It's not that the ideas were new, it's just that they weren't given a voice because they're so absurd, disturbing, or so glaringly a go against our American culture that they would have met with swift opposition, opposition in the past. Some of the stuff people do and say could have landed them in a loony bin or prison. But no more. Not in the new America. We've seen that in the new America, you can lie if you don't like the truth. Uncle Joe is told 97 and counting big lies to the people he served so far. The lies range from his stories to driving a semi-truck, which never happened, to his claims that you can't get COVID if you've been vaccinated. Of course, he denied that Americans got left behind in Afghanistan and that the Afghanis brought to the U.S. were fully vetted. And let's not forget his commitment in late 2020 that he'd never impose a vaccination mandate. Moving on from Biden's lies, we see other cracks in the fabric of American heritage and values. 
Though Biden isn't the instigator of the circus acts below, as the leader of the country, he does nothing to stop them. For example, crime rates have skyrocketed, in part because criminals are often set free with little to no punishment for their actions. That's why monsters like Daryl Brooks are free to plow over people in a parade. Meanwhile, people have learned that there's no need to buy something if you can steal it, whether that's by shoplifting in the store or carjacking a car. Biological males are free to take over women's sports if they choose to change genders. According to the NCAA, it's fair for biological males to compete in women's sports. Quote, The NCAA Board of Governors firmly and unequivocally supports the opportunity for transgender student-athletes to compete in college sports. This commitment is grounded in our values of inclusion and fair competition. I did bold the fair competition in the written version of this article because I wouldn't say that that's fair. Apparently, the NCAA Board of Governors haven't consulted a a biology text, which shows the average male develops significantly more skeletal muscle than a biological female, which is a pretty significant advantage in sports. Many schools, contrary to what mainstream media proclaims, have been implementing various forms of critical race theory, a revised version of history in which the white man did nothing other than enslave others and steal their land. Racism is supposedly systemic to this day, as evidenced in our roads and bridges, per Pete Buttigieg. And speaking of schools, some have adopted genderless bathrooms, as though parents are okay with their kids pulling down their pants in a room with the opposite sex. After posting about that on a Facebook story recently, someone messaged me and said, the future is non-binary, as though altering one's biological sex is a modern-day breakthrough like electric cars or roundabouts. On top of the above, illegal immigrants continue to pour into the United States. According to published numbers, almost 2 million have illegally crossed the border, which means the real number is likely much higher. Both the president and vice president seem indifferent toward the issue and maintaining a boundary around what is America and what is not. I could keep going with the stories of people losing their jobs over the choice to get or not get an unproven and ineffective vaccine, the staggering cost of goods and gas, and the virtual absence of God in a nation built as one nation under God. And this has all gone on in less than the first quarter of President Biden's four-year term. The question is, what can we do? If we don't actively fight for our culture, we'll passively lose it. As I wrote about in Condition to Fear in the Home of the Brave, scientists at Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute discovered that once 10% of the population adopts an idea, It spreads like a California wildfire across the entire population. If less than 10% hold a belief, nothing happens. The absurdity, chaos, crime, and evil we see in people's words and actions across America gets worse because so many people who oppose it remain quiet. We've been conditioned to live in tolerance, not just of what we oppose, but even that which we see as evil and wrong. The undoing of America won't occur because the majority want something different. It will occur because the majority remain quiet and uninvolved. The one thing the far left has going for it is that they're loud, aggressive, and take action. 
they get the mic when they can, and they're jumping at the chance to fill open school board and local government seats. And they know, at least up to this point, the majority of Americans will avoid opposing their antics and efforts in order to maintain peace. Most Americans will do anything to avoid being labeled. The left knows this, which is why they have a label for every type of opposition. Anti-vaxxer, science de denier, xenophobe, or one of President Biden's most common labels, white supremacist. Those who oppose the left will get labeled. It's how tyrants have created cultures of us versus them for ages. Mary Fulbrook wrote a Time Magazine article about how the Nazis gained control of the country in a way not dissimilar from what we see taking place today. The Nazis gained power because the majority of those who opposed them remained quiet, afraid of the discomfort of disagreement or civil disobedience. Quote, People did not need to be anti-Semitic. They did not need to be infused with hatred. They just needed to remain passive for the terror unleashed by the Nazis to take its deadly toll. In Western democracies today, we do not have state-instigated violence of the sort or on the scale unleashed by Hitler. But stereotyped prejudices are nevertheless often legitimated from the top, accompanied by whipped-up fears of supposed dangers to the in-group community in a context where active minorities are not only prepared to engage in violence, but also have the physical means to do so. Mary Fulbrook, Time Magazine. Our sitting president panders to the wishes of the far left and shows little determination to support the values of good, honest, civil, God-fearing, or hard-working human beings. As is often said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing, often but possibly not correctly attributed to Edmund Burke. Maybe Abraham Lincoln foresaw the state we're in right now when he spoke the following, quote, At what point, then, is the approach of danger to be expected? I answer, if it ever reach us, it must spring up amongst us. It cannot come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. Abraham Lincoln, Lyceum Address, 1838. This is the third time I've included that quote in an article because it's so poignant. If America is ever broken, it'll be Americans who break it. Evil has always been here. But with law and order and a country steeped in Christian values, it was kept in check. Most past presidents reinforced those values, but not today. President Biden doesn't need to go out of his way to support the undoing of the United States. He just needs to do nothing to stop it. And that's why he's perhaps the perfect Judas goat for the far left. Thanks again for listening. If you like this content, please leave a rating on the podcast platform you're using and pass it along to others who'd find it helpful. And if you're not already subscribed, be sure to subscribe to the Nicola newsletter, where I share a lot of other content you won't find on my site or podcast. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Keep growing your faith, improving your fitness, and building fortitude.